Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday, the 17th of October uh, with Gillian and Scott. Um, today is dedicated to St. Ignatius, Bishop of Antioch, uh, a martyr from 107 AD. That's um, one of the earliest listed um, when we have these names. He uh, was one of three very early writers. So he's writing not that long after uh, our Bible writings were completed. So he is very, very early um, and martyred in Rome. So today is for St. Ignatius. Uh, the website, what's the website? latest resources and podcasts this week. So all sorts of stuff on, uh, quite, on? quite a lot's been tidied up and, and um, just resorted, which we do from time to time. So there's still an awful lot of the previous sermons in text or as podcasts in the morning uh, worships and the re- uh, many of the recordings, so links to those on YouTube. So there's many things to look back on, but also the invitations for this Sunday, tomorrow, on the What's On page. So there's quite a lot tomorrow. So uh, 8 o'clock communion. Now that's not Zoomed, it's just in church, and that's the first time we've done that for some time. So uh, it's just once a month at the moment, BCP, 8 o'clock, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock in church. Um, Then 10 o'clock will be the blended service, so either attend in church or from uh, home. Invitations on the website, I think the email's gone out as well. Mm. In the afternoon, there's the 4 o'clock Cafe Church. Who with... Bishop John is in conversation with Keith Miller, who's a retired QC, lives in the northeast, lives in Wycliffe. He lives moment. in Wycliffe next to the church. Um, he's the gentleman who organises and, and coordinates um, exploring faith at Rokabian occasionally, um, which I think is now moving to um, Gilling West for its meetings. So that's at four o'clock. And a very gentle man. It'll be good to see him at St Mary's. Um, I've seen him at Wycliffe. I've had coffee and croissant with him at Wycliffe yeah, that's yes new. and uh, then soon after that half six. Uh, half six we've got an organ recital uh, so the cafe church is available on zoom and um, in in, invitations are on the website or in person the organ recital from Chris Denton that's at half six that's only available in church or on YouTube. It's not available on Zoom. The sound quality is just a little bit better on YouTube. So either YouTube or in person in church. It's a busy Sunday tomorrow. And what will you be doing in between all the services, my friend? Cleaning the pews. <laughs> so that's, that's tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I'll get all the information and pass the word around about that. So uh, we have gather our thoughts. Enough. We have, and it's Saturday morning. We start the weekend with prayer and worship together. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you and your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. We rejoice in the gift of this new day. So may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So it's a Saturday, so how many sounds have we got on a Saturday? It's a new game. It is. Um, well, at least three. Ooh. Three. Wow. Uh, the first psalm is Psalm 96, the refrain you will recognise from one of our epiphany hymns. It won't be too long. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. For all the gods of the nations are but idols. It is the Lord who made the heavens. Honour and majesty are before him. Power and splendour are in his sanctuary. O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Ascribe to the Lord. You families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord honour and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the honour due to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is king. He has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea thunder and all that is in it. Let the fields be joyful and all that is in them. Let all the trees of the wood shout for joy before the Lord, for he comes. He comes to judge the earth with righteousness. He will judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Lord God, you draw us by your beauty and transform us by your holiness. Let our worship echo all creation's praise and declare your glory to the nations through Jesus Christ our Lord. Psalm 97. You, Lord, are most high over all the earth. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of the isles be glad. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his enemies on every side. His lightnings lit up the world. The earth saw it and trembled. The mountains melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord, the whole earth. The heavens declared his righteousness and all the peoples have seen his glory. Confounded be all who worship carved images and delight in mere idols. Bow down before him, all you gods. 
as I inherit, and was glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He preserves the lives of his faithful and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light has sprung up for the righteous and joy for the true of heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. You, Lord, are most high over all the earth. Most high and holy God, enthroned in fire and light, burn away the dross of our lives and kindle in us the fire of your love, that our lives may reveal the light and life we find in your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And our third psalm, which will also remind you of a hymn, the Old Hundredth. This is Psalm 100. The Lord is gracious. His steadfast love is everlasting. Oh, be joyful in the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The Lord is gracious. His steadfast love is everlasting. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is gracious. His steadfast love is everlasting and his faithfulness endures from generation to generation. The Lord is gracious. His steadfast love is everlasting. O Christ, door of the sheepfold, may we enter your gates with praise and go from your courts to serve you in the poor, in the lost and in the wandering this day and all our days. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. That wasn't the sound I was expecting. Okay, which one were you expecting? Oh, people that on earth do well. Is that number one? Uh, no, that's 150, isn't it, I think? Well, that was what I was waiting for, and you came out with something different. Okay, anyway, 2 Kings, chapter 17. This looks quite... Interesting. I missed this. In the twelfth year of King Ahaz of Judah, Hoshea, son of Elah, began to reign in Samaria over Israel. He reigned for nine years. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, yet not like the kings of Israel who were before him. King Shalmaneser of Assyria came up against him. Hoshea became his vassal and paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria found treachery in Hoshea, for he had sent messengers to King Saul of Egypt and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore, the king of Assyria confined him and imprisoned him. Then the king of Assyria invaded all the land and came to Samaria. For three years he besieged it. 
In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria. He carried the Israelites away to Assyria. He placed them in Hala, one on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. Was it Medes? Medes. Medes. This occurred because the people of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. They had worshipped other gods and walked in the customs of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel, and in the customs that the kings of Israel had introduced. The people of Israel secretly did things that were not right against the Lord their God. They built for themselves high places at all their towns, from Watchtower to Fortified City. They set up themselves pillars and sacred poles on every high hill and under every green tree. There they made offerings on all the high places as the nations did whom the Lord carried away before them. They did wicked things, provoking the Lord to anger. They served idols, of which the Lord had said to them, You shall not do this. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes in accordance with the law, the law that I commanded your ancestors and that I sent to you by my servants, the prophets. They would not listen, but were stubborn, as their ancestors had been, who did not believe in the Lord their God. They despised his statutes and his covenant that he made with their ancestors and the warnings that he gave them. They went after false idols and became false. They followed the nations that were around them, concerning whom the Lord had commanded them that they should not do as they did. They rejected all the commandments of the Lord their God and made for themselves cast images of two calves. They made a sacred pole, worshipped all the host of heaven and served Baal. They made their sons and their daughters pass through fire. They used divination and augury, and they sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them out of his sight. None, of, none was left but the tribe of Judah alone. Judah also did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the customs that Israel had introduced. The Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel. He punished them and gave them into the hands of plunderers until he had banished them from his presence. When he had torn Israel from the house of David, they made Jeroboam son of Nebat king. Jeroboam drove Israel from following the Lord and made them commit great sin. The people of Israel continued in all the sins that Jeroboam committed. They did not depart from them until the Lord removed Israel out of his sight, as he had foretold through all his prophets, his servants, the prophets. So Israel was exiled from their own land to Assyria until this day. Mm. Is there a happy ending? Um, 70 years later, they come back with Nehemiah and oh, Ezra. Nehemiah! I've read about Nehemiah this week. <laughs> Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy. All you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. 
For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. We now have uh, Acts 28. And I think we are still, yes, we're having Paul who's uh, appealed to Rome. So um, he's faced a lot of opposition, but is protected by being a Roman citizen. So he's appealed to Rome and uh, to Rome he must go. Three days later, he called together the local leaders of the Jews. When they had assembled, he said to them, brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors, yet I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. When they had examined me, the Romans wanted to release me because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But when the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to the emperor, even though I had no charge to bring against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and speak with you, since it is for the sake of the hope of Israel that I am bound with this chain. They replied, we have received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here has reported or spoken anything evil about you. But we would like to hear from you what you think. For with regard to this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. After they had fixed a day to meet him, they came to him at his lodgings in great numbers. From morning until evening, he explained the matter to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. Some were convinced by what he had said, while others refused to believe. So they disagreed with each other. And as they were leaving, Paul made one further statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, go to this people and say, you will indeed listen, but never understand, and you will indeed look, but never perceive, for this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes, so that they might not look with their eyes, and listen with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Let it be known to you then that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. He lived there for two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about 
the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you. That glory may dwell in our land. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the cause of right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies. Free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way. To give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the cause of right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So at the beginning of this weekend, we have a time of prayer. We pray in our world that your mercy, gracious God, is shown to us and to mankind, but also your truth is upheld, that mercy and truth meet together as your kingdom comes in our world. We pray for your righteousness that we may know it and see it in our world today, in justice and peace and opportunity, that righteousness may be seen, but also your peace in a world in which there is inequality and imbalance and therefore conflict and disorder and jealousy. We pray that your peace is known alongside your righteousness in your in our world today as we seek your kingdom come gracious god we pray that you are known in our lives that we are mindful of you throughout this day throughout this weekend beyond our prayers and worship but in our conversations our thoughts the actions that may seem mundane that we keep our god in mind as we give thanks for creation, for the gift of life this morning throughout this day. We give thanks for the ordinary.
we pray that your presence is known in us as we show your grace, your righteousness, your mercy, your love and your peace, that our lives are seasoned by the gifts of your spirit. And so at the start of this weekend, we give thanks for the week which we have just had, for all the things we have done, all the people who we may have met or been in contact with. We give thanks for those who may have helped us this week, those who have brought food, maybe not to our homes, but to our shops, those who have delivered food, those who have produced the food. We give thanks for all the good things which have happened this week. We give thanks for neighbours, for families, for friends, for colleagues. And if we have had a week where we have not seen many people, we give thanks that we have been assured of your loving presence with us and the assurance that we are never alone. And we pray that we can reach out to those who may be lonely or sad, those who may need your light to shine in their dark places. We pray for those we love and care for, those who we maybe cannot see much of at the moment, but who are on our hearts. We pray for our neighbours, for all those who we think of and hold close to our hearts. And this weekend, we pray for all the things which are happening across our churches. We give thanks for all the different ways in which we can meet and gather in person or on Zoom or on dial-in or on YouTube or by reading books or listening to the radio or watching television. We give thanks that there are opportunities to join together with each other, with strangers and friends, to worship you, to hear your word, and to be refreshed, ready for the week ahead. And so we pray for all these different ways where your word is heard and your love is shared. Feed us, O Lord, with the living bread, and make us drink deep of the cup of salvation, that following the teaching of your Bishop Ignatius and rejoicing in the faith with which he embraced a martyr's death, we may be nourished for that eternal life for which he longed. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us, possibly with Benji's help. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy, thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, come. Thy, thy will be done, done on earth, earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we, we forgive, forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. 
Amen. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.